on, everybody? This is the Man Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And I'm joined today with my co-host, Wesley, the Armadillo Wrangler Dunham. Also with me today, I have Alan, Mr. Porch Talk himself. It's good to Aldridge. be back. Good to be back. And we have a special guest on the episode today. We have Phil Lindell, uh, who is a longtime friend of uh, ours. Al, I think Alan just met him today, but me yeah. and Wes, and uh, he's filling in for Tyler today. Tyler, I don't know, he has some gay shit to take care of. I don't know, he's on the way back from Nashville. I think or that's something. what he said. Yeah, something like that. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, son. <laughs> is that Wyatt? Um, uh, is that is that Wyatt? Okay, yeah, that's Wyatt. Like, right that's out of the gate, I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> out the gate too. I thought that I was about to find out that I had a kid that I didn't know about. <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> a minute into it, well, yeah, that's gonna be a I long tell, one. I tell y'all a, a really interesting conversation I had. But first, before I give you that little interesting conversation I had, I do want to give a shout out to Mills Home Center of Columbus, oh. Mississippi, because I almost forgot our sponsor. Um, I'm gonna get good at this one day. Shout out to Mills Home Center of Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, going down to see my boy Sean Gates at Mills Home Center, where they have the deals and the thrills. It's going to give you chills and help you save some dollar bills. That's it, baby. Um, couldn't throw you in on that one, Phil, because I'm pretty sure you didn't know the. Nope. You didn't know the. Uh, the <laughs> know so Alan, Alan took slack. your. Yeah, Alan picked up the slack on that one. Um, but no, I had an interesting conversation with one of my friend's dads who uh, told me one time, he said, uh, he saw a girl online who posted a picture of a baby and was like, uh, this is Jake Reeves' baby. Um, did not tag me in it. Just posted out there for the world to see that it was my baby. I have never met this. Well, I, mean, I don't know who the person now, was. Granted, and, you're not the only Jake Reeves, though. That's true. That's true. But I probably am the only Jake Reeves that he would be Facebook friends with somebody. Mm, probably. That would be saying that. Uh, but then he, I think he was messing with me. Because he he was he told me he couldn't remember who it was. Was it a black baby? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Tyler Copeland. No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I, if it was, it was definitely the, not the same Jake Reeves because it was not. Uh, it was not a black girl. I don't think. There's a property manager in Starville goes by the name Jake Reeves. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of what I do too. So <laughs> I wonder uh, if it's one in the same. <laughs> Just I don't know. I mean, what what what, what company do they work for? Oh, uh, this it's on his personal. It's on Providence Hill Road. He's a property manager, and it's oh, he just manages his own personal. It's like a landlord. He type. owns his own. Yeah, he manages his own. That's what I do too. Exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny. This y'all should meet. So good to have you on today, Phil. Tell us about yourself before we get into the episode. Um, actually, in the episode because there's not much substance to these episodes. But uh, go ahead to tell us uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. I uh, started out as a child. Uh, most it, people did. There you go. Uh, most people did. Not me, but most people. I grew up uh, in Wilmington, Delaware. I uh, spent some time in Colorado for school. I came down here like every military Air Force guy because they said, do you want to go to Columbus? And I said, cool, I know people in Ohio. And that's how I wound up in Columbus, Mississippi. Oh, is that how they get a lot of y'all? No. Uh, they, they said Columbus. Oh, they like, said, it's Columbus Air Force Base. Where is it? They said, in Columbus. I was like, I know people in Ohio. They're like, it's in Mississippi. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> I thought it was like, I thought it was like a hey, Alice, boy, the way y'all talk about Mills Home Center makes me want a six-wide trailer and a double-wide wife. <laughs> that's great. That's boy, that's, that's what good. I'm talking about. Marketing. Come on down, Nate. Mm. That's good marketing there. They'll hook you up with both, maybe. Sean's <laughs> a good dude. Sean's a good dude. Um, 
I don't have much planned for this episode. Um, Tyler had to dip, and then you got to dip early today too, right? Yeah. You got to cut out because you got to go to work. Yeah, working That's, man. Uh, I know it's bogus. It's pretty lame. Pretty lame. Pretty lame. Oh, there's Ruck. plenty going on in the world though. Like what? Uh, Zuckerberg and Musk. Elon Musk. That's Dude, the that's the fight of the century. I hope that goes on for real. I, are y'all buying the pay per view? Of course. Why? It should be uh, broadcasted right here. Oh, that's not gonna happen. We should do a AMA, a watch along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm with that. But you know, if you do a, you can't do it. You won't be able to show the actual mm-hmm. thing. They'll have to just watch us watching us it. it. Yeah. Um, you could put it. in a y'all got smaller Musk or, or Zucks? I like Musk better. But I know that Zuck actually trains. trains. Yeah. And he's younger, yeah. How about you, Phil? Zuck's going to win that one. Yeah. I, f- I feel the same way. I think Zuck's going to take it. But I'm pulling for Elon. I am oh, too, I might but too. he's a brilliant dude. We don't know what he's doing right now. That's true. He could be He's also a nearly 60. Humanoid. He, he's an alien. He's um, barrel-chested, so he's got lots of protection here. So I think he, he can he take whatever he like The thing is, though. He's it, tight with Joe Rogan. That's true. They could be on a compound somewhere. Yeah. Like just injecting pure testosterone, <laughs> eating elk meat, and doing jujitsu that he brought over. What if they do bro? come out when they do the when they come the weigh-ins and they're just both What's up, Christopher yoked? from just, Alabama? What's yeah. going on, brother? How you doing, dude? You're one of mine. Shout Me out too. To you. Yeah, we're both nice. from Alabama. That's it. Yeah. Nice. Originally, uh, it's hard for me to ever pull against somebody because this is something that I that I, I learned as I've been training. Uh, it's hard for me to ever. It's usually hard for me to pull against the guy that doesn't train, finding a guy that does train. Because above anything, I'm I'm loyal to jujitsu. You know, I'm loyal to the art of of you know mm-hmm. fighting. But um, Mark Zuckerberg, I can pretty much root against no matter what the situation is. Just I not really a, just don't not like a, Mark Zuckerberg. He's not a likable guy. He's not. Uh, there's something wrong with that boy. He's not human. When he you, is an android. When you look into those eyes, there's nothing it's, behind it's it. It's dead. 100%. That dude has I think no South Park nailed that one. soul. I didn't watch it. What he, happened to South Park? He, they, he's an AI. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And he just keeps following people around wow. and getting right up in their chili. Like, yeah. Hi, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Get out of our house, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> no. This is what human beings do. Doesn't he have, like, <laughs> doesn't he have like an entire wardrobe of the same yeah. shirts and like yeah. pullover sweaters and stuff? Uh, I have no trouble believing that. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, the weirdest. Like, you get up every dude. day and just wear a gray shirt. Like, oh. That is the weirdest dude that's ever lived. Like yeah. when he was on when he was on that uh, that panel and they were asking and he was drinking his water and he was just kind of like sipping it like mouth to the table, <laughs> yeah. Mouth to t- Do you remember that? Yeah. You remember he didn't that? blink once. He's strange, there. He's, he's so strange. Data. Mark Z looks at the dude from Star Trek. He means Data from Star Trek. He does <laughs> like Data from Star Trek. <laughs> Holy shit! He does look like Data from Star Trek. The android. Yeah. 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 He looks just like Data from he Star sure Trek. Does, doesn't he? That's what it. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. He is an. That's it's that an, blank. That blank face with no, yeah. I am Mark Zuckerberg. No emotion. Hello. Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) I am here to help you run ads on Meta. Man, let me tell y'all why. I've told it on here before, but there's a lot of people listening that probably don't know the story. When I really decided I hated Mark Zuckerberg was when my accounts got shut down. (laughs) Because. That was a headache for you. I I got, it's still a headache because I still have not gotten into my old ad account and I'm still running ads from it. I just have an ad manager on there that's running them. Okay. And I'd set up a new. We have two relentless Facebook pages now because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I got hacked by some people in Russia, and child porn. they put child porn on my page. A hundred percent, my page got shut down as it should have been. I'm not arguing the fact that if someone's posting child porn on their page, their page should get shut down. Okay, but here's the thing: I had then they get, they they hacked into my ad account. They started running ads in Russia mm-hmm. for some bullshit, and um, luckily I had somebody else in the account that was able to shut it down. This is when it became a headache. 
I had spent, mm. I guarantee you over the years, I've spent six, multiple six figures in ads across Instagram and Facebook and across multiple businesses. I've spent tons of money. When I needed help with ads and stuff, they always have ad salesmen basically that are willing to call me and get on the phone with me and help mm. me do things, whatever. When that happened, I literally could not get an email. They were just like, you're fucked, my boy. And I was like, all right, can I, 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 I like petitioned to have it overturned. They're like, all right, we'll look at it. And then they were like, oh, actually, because of COVID, two years after COVID, they were like, because of COVID, we're not even going to look at it. You're fucked. And I'm like, please? And they were just like. I remember that day. No. You were livid. Yeah, it was rough. That was a rough day. Should be, dude. I mean, you got to think, man, that's how I made my living. I mean, was on Facebook. Before the podcast, I remember when I was just first getting to know you, and like after I had done the podcast with you, a lot of people knew you just because of your ads on social right. media. Right, they still do. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, Mo, <laughs> you, you can attest to this. What's up, Innocent Joe? Good to have you back this week, brother. Uh, how many, uh, what percentage of our leads at the gym would you say come from Facebook? 85, 90. 85 to 90%. 85 uh, to 90%. What of that? our leads come from Facebook. I see ads. y'all's ads all the time, dude. Yeah, and so that's what to, works. You got to physically talk to somebody from Facebook. No, they just sent me an email and they were like, "No, we're not even going to review your case." Damn. Yeah, and they they do, they, they did do not even review like my that, case. Yeah. Like they did not even give me an opportunity, and completely locked me out of my ad account. I still can't get into my old ad account, even though I'm still running ads from it because I have an ad manager that's still in there. Have you tried recently? It, it, no, they won't let me in there at all. I, they just reallowed like uh, both of my Facebook accounts to be monetized again. Oh really? And my personal got shut down because I made a Ted Kaczynski joke. Who's that? After the Unabomber. Unabomber. Unabomber okay. I, I hope there's a uh, post offices in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah, like that. There's no fat on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Solid. Pretty yeah. solid. I, uh, but I was like, but who is the person like reporting this? It's like, there's always some douche. It's like, it's somebody waiting the, there with that red button. Who are these just people waiting. just there's report? Like, always like, some douche that's ready to report your, your jokes yeah. on Facebook. There's people out there dying to be offended. Yeah. 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 I remember Ozzy Osbourne saying that like in 88, and he goes, Why is everybody offended? Do you, why don't you care? Because there's people that live their lives just trying to be offended. You know, I think, it, and it's getting worse because. Now being offended has become a, a virtue. Well, being a victim, like a, being a victim being a is a virtue. Is a virtue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like being a, being a victim, being offended, being a social justice warrior is like the biggest virtue you can do in 2023. Let me just let me be angry for somebody else. Not only do I need to be angry for me, mm. let me be angry for you too. Not the band. Other people, other people. <laughs> nah, YouTube makes me pretty angry. <laughs> yeah, not what up, Bono? You know what? I never. I've always kind of nothing you two until they put that free album on my phone, and now that, I hate them. Oh, I that pissed that. so many people off. I didn't understand. It. I, now, granted, like, could you take it off if you didn't want it, or was I it just kind of stuck on there? I figured out how to. It took me a little bit to fit. Once I figured out how to take it off, it it wasn't as big of a deal. Cause I remember, like, I, I had like two or three songs by you two. I thought was all right, like "Where the Streets Have No Name," stuff like that. And then, like, when they automatically, if you had an iPhone, you had their album, and everybody yeah. was just, man, fuck Bono. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, yeah. where's that coming from? Why does he wear those strange ass glasses all the time? I don't know. Branding. South Park did that one too. With his pink glasses. No, they uh, <laughs> they had him listed as the biggest piece of shit in the world. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, why he does all these great things, and why does everybody still hate him? Because he's the biggest piece of shit in the world. <clears throat> yeah. That's a... Uh, I can't tell you why he is, but I just cannot fucking stand that guy. It's the arrogance. I guess. It's what, the arrogance. What's their guitar player's so nickname? much better to... The Edge? Yeah, is that what he calls himself? I couldn't tell you like none of their names, dude. Uh-uh, I have no idea. I've that's never, no Bono, that's it, because he wears some weird-ass glasses. I've never, I couldn't tell you a single song by you two. And I had their album on my phone for a couple years. But <laughs> when they did that whole automatically put their album on your iPhone, they were just across the board, just hated by everybody. It was a ballsy move. It was yeah. a ballsy move, and it could have went either way. Nobody had ever done that before. Nobody had ever forced their music down people's throat to that degree Ever in human history that I'm aware of. Could could you name a band to where like maybe universally it would have been all right? You think like maybe uh, no? I don't either. No. I, I couldn't either. No, I don't think so. I think U two no, was not universally. I yeah, so. I mean, like not even like Metallica. Uh, that's the uh, first no. one that came to my mind. But There's even then, people uh, don't yeah. like him. You'd have to go old school. Like if the Rolling Stones did it, I don't think anybody really hates the Rolling Stones. Yeah, maybe. I'm not a fan though. Uh, I didn't say you were a fan. They're probably yeah, I don't really hate hate them. They're yeah, probably I don't, like, the least polarizing. If you did the Beatles, you're going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. That's the most overrated band in history. Yeah. 100%. I was yeah. actually just about to say that. Yeah, well, most overrated totally. band in history. Well, a lot of people, like, there's a great divide. It's either, well, the American solution to the Beatles was the Beach Boys. And so a lot of people who just hate the Beatles, they're, they're fans of the Beach Boys. I don't like either one. Wow. I don't like either one. I just. I'm not a fan of either uh, one. They're both, they're both still, like, the Beach Boys is just the, the pop American solution to the Beatles. They're they're almost like they're an American redundancy of pop music that I already didn't like. You know what I mean? It's just I, it's just it's nothing against them. I just don't like them. And I think that the I think that the the hardcore, um, um, I think that the hardcore. I shouldn't I shouldn't read the comments. Who's yeah. the homie in the green shirt and why it comes in with the? That's my dad. That that's doesn't I, explain anything. Yeah. That's why I was laughing. I read that one. Yeah, I read that one. Um. <clears throat> The Beach Boys, I, I think there's one song. I liked a couple of their songs just every now and again on the radio until they had that Christmas song, Little Saint Nick. Mm. And I can't stand that song. Turned it off. Dude, it drives it drives me up the wall. I was I, just trying to think of, like, back in the skate zone days, it's like when we had Nickelback and, like, uh, I don't know, Creed. Like, I, if someone mm. like that, if it was. You're so talking about Jake's Nelly. Alley right now. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I love Creed now. <laughs> yeah. I love Creed. But, like, universally. Oh, the no people would have lost. Oh, yeah, yeah it'd have been oh, terrible. Yeah. Would've I, been I terrible. don't. I don't Nelly, think that, you might be. You might be on something with Nelly. I don't know anybody that doesn't that hates. What, what Nelly. about yeah, Beyonce, Jay Z? Maybe uh, go more of a uh, hip hop. I wouldn't have liked it. I can't stand Beyonce. I can't stand Beyonce. I cannot stand her. I don't know. I don't like everything that she represents. I don't either. I'm, I, just, I'm just gonna be honest, and I think Jay Z is one of the most overrated rappers that have ever lived. I did like the mashup he did with Lincoln Park. I'm not saying he hasn't made good music. There are very few artists. That there's an, you you can't pull something that they've done that I was a fan of, right? There's something, there's something, but overall, I was, maybe I was Jelly Roll. I love Jelly Roll. Maybe Jelly Roll. Maybe he could pull it off. Uh, I don't know. And I mean, he's still he's not even really mainstream yet. Afro Man could have done it. Probably so. I think that's even it. if you've never heard it. of him and he got that what, one. What about Weird Al? Like, All right, this Weird Al might no, even. No, I don't think no, so. No, no, Weird Al couldn't pull it off. Uh, I think Afro Man would have been the only one. But uh, the thing about it is, I think the reason why nobody hates Afro Man is Afro Man never really accomplished the level of success right. to garner hate. And that's the that's what you really got to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you really don't know how popular you are until you're in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in the mainstream, it's like uh, it's like Morgan Wallen, right? 
everybody in country music that didn't like mainstream country, a lot of them liked Morgan Wallen before now. But now they all hate Morgan Wallen. How do you feel about Morgan Wallen now? I'm a fan. You are? And it wasn't. I was going to ask you that because you had the Wallen hat or the Wallen T-shirt on one time. And if you didn't like him now, I was just curious. Because I knew you did like him at one no, time. No, I didn't. That was, I didn't have that T-shirt. That was Tyler. But I thought that was you that had a had a Morgan Wallen. I don't have any uh, Wallen uh, merchandise. Okay, okay. It was like Wallen and somebody else, I thought. But yeah, here lately I've been seeing like memes of like uh, people who like Morgan Wallen, and it's like a bullet point of 10 different I saw things. This exactly. You know, yeah. who, uh, for people who like uh, punching hoes and drywall, yeah. uh, who has probably exactly. two baby mamas. And I was yeah. like, I saw the same but list. what was crazy is like in the musician community, I saw like my musician friends sharing those memes, and I was like, Sounds a whole awful lot like jealousy and envy to me. Yeah, that I 100 percent agree. Like he, I mean, he he does have some poppy sound and stuff. Yeah, for sure. He, he's he's incorporating like hi hats and clap tracks and stuff because it works. Yeah, let's be honest, it works. Well, trying, I mean, look these at, people are trying. Look to at what Hardy is doing. Like he's mixing like country with metal. Yeah, but that's fucking badass. Dude, I like that. Is that's badass? Dude. I think it's pretty badass. Dude, the Mockingbird and the Crow mm-hmm. is the shit. It's mm-hmm. my one of my. It's my favorite country album. I've listened to him forever because it's like half country and half like mm-hmm. metal country. Mm-hmm. It's never been done before. I love. I love Hardy. Shout out, dude. Yeah, I love Hardy. Doing something nobody's ever done before. Yeah, he got Jeremy McKinnon mm-hmm. on a song uh, from what band is he from? A Day to Remember. A uh, Day to Remember. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the Arkansas Penguin at? <laughs> 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 yeah, he's on the road. Oh, he, he's traveling back from uh, Nashville. Even when he's not here, he's yeah. getting roasted. He's getting him, roasted, man. man. That's become like a. That's like become a mainstay thing from every episode. It's just Tyler getting roasted. Yeah. Tyler gets roasted every episode by somebody in the comments. They bring in a different Arkansas name for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time we've been The Arkansas come on. Penguin. No, that's not the first time we've called him the Arkansas Penguin. Is, is it? it? I may have been and it makes probably. sense because, like, well, who's an arch nemesis to Batman? The Penguin. penguin. Yeah. The Arkansas <laughs> Penguin. Um, that one honestly makes a little more sense, really. <laughs> the Arkansas In a way, penguin. it does. It really does. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I like Morgan Wallen. I like a lot of, but I, one, like for instance, one person I absolutely hate, my least favorite country singer of all time is Luke Bryan. There's yeah. there's nobody I hate more than him. Uh, him and that whole group of guys. Florida Georgia Line. Mm, uh, oh, that's why this hat exists. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't listen to enough country to know who. Pop country is uh, bad or good, but I do like I like Hardy because of his hard, I, I, his harder stuff got me into his. Well, not only that, he stepped away from Nashville to do that. I thought he was he from had, Mississippi. Is he not a Mississippi He's from Philadelphia. Yeah, but he had, he had Nashville backing. And oh, then okay. when he was blowing up with that, he decided, man, this ain't really what it's all about, and stepped back and went. He's doing it on his own, his own way. Yeah. And that's why you have yeah, the Mockingbird and the Crow. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Shout out lot. to him. And he's blowing like, up now. He's yeah. like top, he's top ten. You go like, to the beer store, he's a Bush Light rep, dude. It's like uh, really? Bush with Hardy. Yeah, yeah it's badass. <laughs> I like I got, artists to do that, go across different genres and don't stick to one. Like you're talking about Jelly Roll, he kind of didn't he start out in the hip hop? Oh yeah, scene oh, yeah. He, he 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 did stuff with like Lil White and Haystack yeah. and all that. Now he's doing more country stuff, but you know he he's a judge for American Songwriter this year. Really, you know what's <laughs> funny was he had an epiphany on either psychedelic mushrooms or. Um, uh, ayahuasca. Glad my kids are watching. <laughs> and 
that's when he decided to change his sound that led to him blowing up and becoming super popular right now. How about that? You know, Aaron Rodgers also had a ayahuasca experience before he won those two MVPs they two were, years in a uh, row, league MVPs. They were talking about that on the news day before yesterday. Really? Talking about him being a quarterback. He's, he's, he's likes his psychedelics, and they're like, oh, his quarterback's like psychedelics. And they're yeah. like, it's 2023, y'all. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Get with it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a very, still a pretty hot topic, especially down here. But I mean, I'm not here to to, to push any worldview. I'm just telling you what Jelly Roll said. Jelly Roll said, and he said he had this very like intense experience, and mm-hmm. decided that this new way he was going to start doing his music, and it, it's working, man. That it's shit must be powerful, dude. Because um, Ron White, when he was on Joe Rogan, he took that, that's what stopped, helped him quit drinking. Was a lot, like of, pe- a lot of people experience. say that. Uh, psilocybin as well, but uh, mm-hmm. I hear ayahuasca is a, a bigger game changer. The person who uh, invented AA was on psilocybin when yeah. they when they created AA. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Dang. So, something S- to it. Supposedly, that might be the next big thing for PTSD. I've, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of it. Ta- <clears throat> we've briefly talked about, talked that, about on that on here, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've, there's been a lot of research on that. I mean, that's one thing that I've been talking to friends of mine that's working at some of these dispensaries around town is like I'm curious about the research in the next five ten years that comes out like well now that we have this uh, uh, cannabis for medical use I want to see the research five ten years from now with some of our vets to see if it actually does help and see if we might could push toward maybe more of a mm-hmm. psilocybin the, the thing about it is I do think that as more research comes out with marijuana or, or, or psychedelics I do believe that there very likely are negative side effects. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, there is. Th- there's yeah, negative sure. side effects to everything. And it's going to be people who abuse it, just like with anything right, else. Right, just like anything else. But anytime. And, and then there's going to be a small group of people who maybe didn't abuse it and just had a bad trip that just didn't – it just they, it didn't work. It's, it's medicine. It's just like anything else. When you take a medicine, some people can't take Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Some people can't take Lortabs. Some people can't take whatever. They have allergic reactions or they have – bad reactions to it you're gonna have that with i I believe with marijuana and psychedelics eventually um i do think one of the one of the dangers of psychedelics is it makes your mind very malleable and i think you need to be very careful who you're around or what you're listening to or um it was acid for the for jelly roll or for um uh aa for the aa okay aa was acid okay um but I do think with with psychedelics, you do need to be careful who you're around, what you're listening to, because I think it, it does create a very open mind, well, I mean, very malleable mind. Uh, you talking also, about why you're on also, it? Yeah. Also of alcohol, and it was advice that you had gave, and this is one of the big reasons why I quit going out so much. Uh, me and you were having a conversation about, like, we go out to a bar, next thing you know, that uh, four is starting to look a whole lot like an eight. <laughs> you know? And when I was sharing a little bit. I was like, oh, golly, it's kind of might be getting me into some trouble. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you better be fucking careful. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact, bro. It's like, it, it's like White said when he was on the podcast. When you smoke, you care. When you drink, you care less. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's the that's the that is the catch twenty two of alcohol. And I'm not I'm not sure. dissing alcohol either. I'll drink, but I have to be very careful. About, like I'll drink around y'all. Matter of right. fact, let me, let me get one more. Let me I'll, I'll drink one more, y'all. <laughs> I don't care. 
purple. Or, no, there's only one purple left. I'll leave that for somebody Purple else. stuff all in my cup. 84, now I'm rolling up. I got them TV screens falling down, falling down. <laughs> Man. Man, they hypnotize <laughs> my <laughs> Three-Six Mafia most no, no, no. What you know about that? Oh, I know about it. What you know about y'all that? Y'all making me want to drink. I got to go to work. Dang, go. Man, just go ahead and call in. <laughs> yeah, you're just live. You're live with all these people watching. What on could possibly go wrong? Right <laughs> yeah. I get you to tune in to the Man Up Show real quick. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got an announcement to make. Cop balls. I can't I'm make sick. it. <laughs> no, never call me sick. You tell me you have diarrhea because there's no follow-up questions. <laughs> Conversation's over. And the thing about stomach problems is you might not actually be sick with stomach problems. You might have drank too. There's there's other things that could, um, you know, there's other things that could ha- be causing that. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's a joke. I want to I want to touch on this. He said bad trips can happen because of insecurities, contradictions within yourself, um, and you're trying to fight it. Um, I'm not saying that you're wrong on that. I do think that a lot of you. I'm not talk, actually talking about bad trips, but when you look at like <laughs> Charles Manson <laughs> used psychedelics to um, uh, like control the people. To do those murders and things, MK Ultra. You, need, you need to be very careful because it makes your mind malleable for change, and that's the powerful thing about psychedelics is it allows you to kind of peel back some of the layers. But if you peel back around some of the layers around a very charismatic leader or and around the wrong people that are that understand psychology a little too much or, mm-hmm. or not too much, but at the time too much or want to use it in a in a negative manner, like a Charles Manson who. Was trained by MK Ultra, and so was uh, the Unabomber. Mm-hmm. Uh, so was Waddy Bulger. Uh, there were a lot of people who were involved in that MK Ultra program, and slowly more and more of that is coming out. And well, dude, hundreds of just there is a random uh, people at brothels. Read the Unabomber's manifesto. It's thirty-five thousand words. I highly recommend people read it because, like, he does make some good points when it comes to technology. I'm not saying I agree with everything, but it's very interesting. I really like how you you really. Um, you really don't mind somewhat aligning yourself with very controversial fig- figures on I this podcast. I do not. You've you've done it a lot to the point where the editors have sometimes been like, "Is he? Is this, this Alan guy? Like, uh, what you what y'all got going on with him? Like, how well you know this guy? Because uh, there's been some times that uh, we'll get interviewed by the national news, yo. <laughs> Again, I've given up trying to be monetized. Tr- trying YouTube. to be on the Facebook open sent, up, us few, sent us a few hundred dollars this week, though. Oh, bet. So nice. we're nice. Facebook sending us some us some money. Hey, uh, but uh, but yeah, YouTube is pretty much written us off. They've <laughs> we we got a couple good decent little paychecks there, and they were like, oh yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, we're not paying you guys anything else. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. No, we'll there. get there when we move to Patreon, which is yeah. probably coming. By the way, guys. Really good, really good possibility. This podcast is moving to Patreon pretty soon. Hey, our, our long form. It just YouTube's just too strict. They just they really want to censor what we can talk about. We get hit on everything, dude. Well, I mean, just, oh, no, yeah. just back to Zuck and everything, dude. I remember like when we were going through the whole uh, oh, yeah. pandemic and everything, dude. Like I was getting like yellow strikes, red strikes, or all those marks on like on my personal account just for sharing some articles that I thought would help some people when it came to certain topics and now we can openly talk about that i was like we should have talked about it then when it mattered it doesn't matter now so i may have a co-worker and myself may have been 
asked not to continue to share information, even though it's just the straight numbers of what this actually means. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't buy on that shit. You guys, you guys know me for yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah. Told you the numbers are right there. So the you get to the article, the headline will say one thing, and they give you the numbers from the CDC, and it that's not what the numbers are saying. Mm-hmm. The that's numbers right. were the exact same as they were before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so just because somebody says that's what it is, if the numbers don't say it, then that's not what happened. Right. You go with what the, not, what the numbers say. Yep. But right. I think it's interesting uh, how people who just asked questions oh, yeah. were ostracized. It wasn't people who were like, COVID's fake. It was people like me and you who were like, I'm just asking hey, guys, questions. I just want to know, like, these are the numbers. This is what's actually going on. This is what we're seeing well, it goes back to like what you were saying a few minutes ago. People were looking for something to be offended about, mm-hmm. it, and that's most of them people waiting with that I, red I button. I honestly think that at this point in history, uh, where you landed on COVID, I feel like you can tell yourself a lot about yourself at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Those honestly, people are waiting there to be absolutely. offended by it. I think, I think that if you think it was that, a religion for some people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that you yeah. can tell There's yourself a lot there. about yourself yep. in terms of yeah. how quickly do I sell out to a belief system? How easily am I tricked? Um, I do think people on the left were a little easier to trick on this because it aligned with their worldview a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if you're the kind of person that just kind of caved and went and got the jab, and I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm, I am just saying that you might be the kind of person that follows directions and, and rules without a whole lot of information to back it up just because you were told to. Yep. Weird. You know? Because that's never ended poorly in the history of humanity. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of the only thing that... Like the number one thing. Do we have an issue in like thirty nine to forty five? <laughs> kind of the same thing. Well, I was just following orders. Very similar to yeah, that. Weird. And that's the, and that's the thing is that you know the people that the, that other regimes like that don't like. Yeah. It's people like me. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't like being told what to do. Same. All brother. the good people, all the nice people, all the polite people, they went on, they go along to get along, and yeah. I don't want I don't want to cause any conflict. I don't care. Yeah, yeah they were taking uh, fifty five dollars. Uh, for every pay period out of my check because I refused to bow down to that. I can't stand being told what to do to the point that I can't hold a regular job. So, yeah. you know, I'm... Well, I'm the, the the litmus test for me, I work for the United States government. They I said, you got to get it. And I said, no, I don't. I've actually been... I've actually had two anaphylactic reactions to different vaccines that have been around for decades. So it should be... I should be the ultimate test case. Approve my waiver. We're not going to look at it. Like, I have mathematical proof and four doctor's notes here that says, do not do this. Mm-hmm. this wow. You have a 50-50 shot of dying. And that was uh, Dr. Scott. He's the one who gave me the best odds. Everybody else is like, if you get that shot, you will die. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Well, and remember like, when people used to say before this, do your own research, go to the library, yeah. read. Well, like, how, no, how, trust how, the science, but don't do your how own quick, research. How quick did that, they put it into that, be like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Why? Just because I did some it's research? It's not a conspiracy theory because no. these, I was, we're going by the numbers they were giving. Right. 99.98%, whatever, survival. It was the crazy, it was like less than a percent of people who contracted this died. The the survival rate was so incredibly high. Hmm. The numbers were right in front of us. They were giving us the numbers. They, I mean, they were fudging the numbers. Don't get me wrong. And even yeah, with the, the fudged mag- numbers, the, f- the flu right? magically went away. Yeah, it's even weird. with the fudged numbers, it did not warrant what they right. were doing. I mean, it's it's insanity to me. 
It's insanity to me that in America, I think that it was a litmus test to see how controllable we were yet at this point in history. Absolutely. We, I think we, they wanted to see how how easy they can control us. Well, I mean, we used to be the light on the hill for other countries when it came to the value of freedom. I think we still are. I think we're just, we've slid so back. We, up, we, lost, back we lost some ground, though, Bob. You think that yeah. since that was oh, half and wow. half, like you, you seeing how they could control us, you think that was half and half, so now you think that's where this UFO stuff's coming in? It's a different style of that? Dude, everything going on right now. We had the accounting another, area, $62.5 billion accounting area that just got yeah. sent to Ukraine. You $62 just had, billion dollars in an accounting yeah. error. And then the uh, attempted coup the next day? Yeah, yeah the Warner coup. And a lot of people. Away. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, everything that drops is just a. A cover for something else. What is it? I don't know. Uh, the Wagner Group is a mercenary group that normally works for the Russians. Said you're not running this correctly, so they went towards Moscow like they were going to take over. This day before yesterday, <clears throat> and then Belarus got in the middle. Somebody, one of the countries over there, got in the, got in the way and brokered a peace deal or some shit like that. It's the same people. The Ukrainian Minister of Defense yesterday was filmed getting into a vehicle with the Iron Cross from Nazi Germany on the door. Oh shit. So the Ukrainians are not necessarily the good guys. Yeah. The Ukrainian-Russian conflict is when assholes meet. <clears throat> That's what this is. Mm -hmm. And no, we do not have any strategic thoughts over there. There's a reason why Ukraine hasn't been in NATO before. They've been corrupt for decades now. Most corrupt uh, government in the world. And they've Second, been known for that. You, you and include African been, countries in that? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, as far as developed countries, Ukraine's absolutely the, the most yeah, the most corrupt has been for decades. Everybody knew it, which is why they weren't allowed into NATO before. Well, also can't it, be trusted. Also, like the whole reason for this Russian conflict was because NATO kept encroaching on Russia's door, and that was there's that was part there's, of the there's definitely an argument for that is that NATO shouldn't be getting any closer to anybody. But you know whose real problem this is and whose fault it is to begin with, Bill Clinton's, because in 1996 Ukraine was the fifth largest nuclear arsenal on the planet. And he brokered a deal where they gave all of their weapons to the Russians with a promise that if the Russians got froggy, the United States and the United Kingdom were coming to their aid. Mm. And then mm. when Barack Obama was president, they took over Crimea uh -huh. and we didn't go help. So we violated our own treaty and our own, not really a treaty because it never got ratified, but the United States kind of started this one and it kind of escalated with the last two Democratic presidents. Just going to throw that out there. <clears throat> yeah, and Crimea, by the way, is is a very uh, important place because that's very close to that warm water port, which is critical to Russia being able to export Correct. and import goods. It's yes. a warm water deep deep water port. Yes. And so with the Warner coup with Belarus, like I mean, there's so much smoke. It's the fog of war, and so a lot of people are saying, well, uh, Putin had to uh, flee Moscow and is taking refuge in Belarus. I don't know if I believe that. But, I mean, there, there's a lot of fog of war going on right now. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, uh, I don't remember when you were, you were in Iraq, right? Mm -hmm. And I was in Afghanistan. You know what I saw every, <laughs> every day in this huge war that was killing everybody? was uh, all these celebrities going and getting photo ops. With the, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. didn't happen in real war. Yeah. Ben Stiller yeah. and uh, yeah. Sean Penn. Yep. They were photo ops where? With Zelensky, Zelensky in uh, Ukraine. Uh, okay. the, the Ukrainian people are being wiped out right now, okay? But he's got time for... Speaking of U2, didn't they play a concert over there? Mm -hmm. U2 played a concert sure over there. And people, yep. and people don't think about that? Yeah, right in the middle of the war. I'm pretty sure we don't do that in a war zone. I mean, they had concerts and stuff. When we were or over the there. last time that Biden went over there, instead of going to Ohio and we had the train wreck, he went to Ukraine, and just so happened that the air alarms went off. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. when there was no need for it. Yeah. Good, good possibility. He probably didn't know he was in the Ukraine in his defense. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest, guys. I, I'm not. I don't. I, I don't hate Joe Biden. I don't think he knows where he's at. One hundred. As much as I disagreed with his politics before his dementia set in, my butt's been wiped. I, I just honestly think at this point, that God guy, save the Queen's what really sold it for that, me a couple weeks. That ago. was that. Oh, when he had his hand over his heart. Is that, oh, that the one you're no, talking he was, about? Oh. That's how he signed off his speech. That was in God Connecticut. Save the Queen. Uh, that was in Connecticut. God save the Queen. She died, and he went to your. He went to the funeral. Dum dum. Oh man. Where did you yeah. get God save the Queen from anyway? If you're an American. Yeah. Unless you're singing along yeah, to the Sex Pistols, that probably doesn't come out of your mouth too often. We had a uh, we had a pretty big war about not us not having to say that anymore. A long it's time coming ago. up soon too. And, it's uh, coming up in a couple weeks. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we kind of have a big holiday about that here. I'm, I'm just yeah. He he doesn't know what's going on. I, I'm I'm 100 percent convinced. And I think that. Um, yeah, well, you were talking about they were playing the Indian national. That's anthem what it was. His, and he had his hand over his heart. And nobody else did. Oh, and that was 30 like, seconds in. Yeah. He just kind of. <laughs> Slowly realized. Did you see when he was meeting with the South I guarantee Korean you there was somebody that was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. His handler's in his ear. No, the, yeah. You're messing up. You're the messing best up. You're one was when up. he fell at the academy. Because they said he tripped over that sandbag. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that sandbag's six feet too far away, but whatever. But did you see the cadet that was coming up? Oh, she, starts she was, walking she towards was him over it, bro. And just, just straight like. Rode her my problem. She just turned around and, and walked, walked off. Away. So funny. Oh, man. I'm I got so the glad my peeps are still, still that way. <laughs> Hi, brother. Yep. Good, uh, good to have you on for a few minutes today. Yep. See you, I'll be here full, full steam next week. Hey, if, I'll shut this out. Before you go, if you want to catch a one-on-one with uh, the West getting interviewed, check out Porch Talk. Sure. Just had him on the show. That one-on-one, boy. That one-on-one. All right, brother. See you next time. Um. Yeah, it's uh, – it's it's a it's almost like a. I'll be honest with you. Um, the emperor has no clothes, man. I'm really excited for Biden versus Trump too. I, w- <laughs> I want this in the it's DNC. Be the I want ever. RFK versus Biden in a debate. Dude, have you seen RFK Jr.? Well, they've they already shut that down. He's 69 jacked. years old and jacked. Really? Yeah. Yes. You got to get a picture. Dude of him. is in blue jeans, shirtless, in the sun, pumping iron. Yeah. Dang. Don't get more American than that. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Not 100% of those policies, but. Not 100% yeah. You know what? I'll listen to you about dieting advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something we can get behind. Yeah. And and to that point, when he recently went on Joe Rogan and then this uh, Peter Hotez, a doctor mm-hmm. who uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. who went to Waco to Baylor to study virology, uh, and then they reached out, hey, come on the show and debate RFK if you didn't have like what they had to say, we'll donate a million dollars to your favorite charity, and he refuses. And he says it's he was, bullying. The doctor was uh, the good doctor. Initially, didn't like the vaccine, and now became one of the most. This is the correct one. Uh, this is the vaccine, and he's the one that got on social media. Well, the guy who has seven patents for that type of vaccine says this is not what it's used for. So when Doctor Malone said, "Don't take the shot," I said, "Okay, you are the subject matter expert. I'm not taking the shot." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this other guy was initially against it and then was very much for it. Mm -hmm. And likely he got a lot of money from Pfizer or whoever sold to soul. Yeah, I just – I don't know how much money it would take for me to sell out, but Pfizer might have I don't want to see Biden versus Trump, too. I don't know. I've got a better one. Well, the country couldn't survive it, I don't think. I I would Um, love it. Because I know how the media is going to act. I like the fake. I would love to see Biden versus DeSantis – because he promises to bring her back Donald J. Trump as his press secretary, because I would pay every damn day to see that one. <laughs> that would be wild, yeah. dude. I think, I think it would be great either way. I just really want Donald Trump mean t- tweets, 
versus Joe Biden. I just there and and in a debate would be, be another also be oh it would be amazing. Oh, because at this point to me the American presidency Biden is really more of a debate. It's really more of a it's more of a show to me at this point. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like when I look at the American president, I'm like okay, whoever's actually pulling the strings, it's. it's I think it's clearly not this person. I think this guy is, is very likely just a puppet f- most of the time for, for whoever's actually in control. I don't know how much control they actually have, but um, Donald J. Trump versus Joe Biden would be the most entertaining debate of sure, sure. our generation. It would be the no, best thing to no, ever happen no, in cause, television. Because everybody's going to be offended and say you can't pick on him like that. Oh, no. Everybody would lose their mind because know, he, would, he would just get – he get curb stomped, and then be like, "No, nah, it's too mean to him. He's he's a old general, uh, you know, like grandfatherly type figure. You're not. You're creepy and weird." Yeah, but I I think when you're running for president, I think some of those niceties kind of will dissipate a little bit. And either way, he offered, he, he volunteered to fist fight people last time he was running for president. That's true. The yeah. union guy said, "I don't like you." Well, I'll go out back and punch you. I'm like, dude. And then tell him to go do push-ups. Yeah, I'll do more push-ups than you. I'm like, I, okay, Joe, that's not what we're talking about. Not at all. Yeah, and I mean, to speak on that, I mean, the only reason that we saw Hunter Biden go to to court about the laptop was just to say, so that they could be like, well, see, the justice system uh, doesn't only work one way. Yeah, except he's to not going to see the inside of a jail for stuff that you and I be getting 20 years Yeah, He got for. a great plea deal, didn't he? Hey, did y'all see where he uh, wrote off, like, prostitution? Yeah, he wrote off prostitutes and, and sex workers on his Yeah. Kodak Black did that, too. He didn't get away with it. Well, I mean, I saw some rappers get mad because uh, he's doing. He did got three years for a gun charge, and Biden's getting nothing. You're gonna tell me there's not a two tier justice system? I mean, oh, they're 100 percent for sure. What's his face shot somebody on set, and he's an anti gun whack job. Baldwin, Baldwin, and oh, we're gonna drop the case for the now. movie Dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter. That's not how guns work. Yeah. You shot somebody. You killed somebody. You, you think- don't get to be anti gun anymore. Because yeah. the work is intended. Yeah. Especially, um, I, I don't necessarily know that. I don't think that Baldwin necessarily needed to be charged with that. I think that needed more of a civil issue considering he was at work on, on a movie set. The fact, though, that you have all these actors and actresses who are anti-gun that are going to work and playing with guns all day and promoting guns at work all day, and then they leave, and then they want to have this very, like, hardcore stance that's anti-gun where, okay, you're anti-gun, but you just played, yeah, uh, you know. What's uh, his name? From Taken. He, uh, yeah, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. I don't care what he thinks because he's British. I don't give a shit uh, what anybody outside the country thinks. But – Protest. He's super anti-gun, and then you make Taken and make millions of dollars on it. Yeah. You're a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. I, I stopped Great. caring what anybody from Great Britain thought in 1776. I'm going <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, Dude. like the day uh, I'm doing uh, from July 1st to the end of it, dude, American flags, barbecues, celebrating the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, American beers, not counting Bud Light. Uh, just oh, that's not even American. Uh, Anheuser Busch was bought by a Belgian company. It's not even American anymore. Anymore yeah, anymore. It never. Anyway. It, they're not anyway. Whatever. Not the king. Drink of England, anymore. which I should be drinking England now. But yes, yeah. very good product. You know what's hilarious is uh, Bud Light's back pedal to we support veterans, and they've got all the 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 Budweiser has all the camouflage cans now. They were trying to just to kiss ass, and they've got it all. And I'm like, guys. 
If you guys. buy this $15 12-pack, we'll send you $15. Yeah, the rebates. <laughs> and they're still not selling beer. Yeah. You have no idea yeah. how badly you fucked up. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Do I think that n- there's no beer company that could have got away with this? I think there definitely are beer companies that could have got away with this, and it would have been good marketing. Here's the thing. Bud Light has been pretty much exclusively drank by white Republican rednecks for the last 20 years of my life. Frat boys. Frat boys, Frat too. boys. Also, people Same who, thing. Blue collar. Yeah, Just blue, general. Yeah. blue Dude, collar, rednecky, frat boys. Every uh, music festival, concert. There's always going to be Bud Light, and that might be the only choice. Oh, and you know what? Locally, now this might just be a local thing, Bud Bud Light or Budweiser is no longer sponsoring combat sporting events. They have have pulled pulled out of... Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's before. I don't know yeah. if that's like nation nationwide thing, or I don't know if that that might just be a local dis- dispensary thing. But um, I, they have not told me that they they did not support us in the on our last show the way they normally did. Typically, Bud Light or Budweiser they gave us fifty cases. Just you know, they don't actually give us money. They give us they give us product, and then we sell the product. And typically, they always give us fifty cases. This last time, they dropped it to like twenty or twenty five. We went ahead and gave them sponsorship, but. You know, it, it was kind of like, it was a little iffy. And then this, according to uh, CPAC, who does the Tough Man, he was like, they didn't, they would not do anything. They're saying they're not sponsoring any fights anymore. Huh. So they're pulling out completely of combat sports. According, and it, this that could just be a local thing. This I'm not trying to right, right. point any fingers to, you know, and get any beef started with them on that, because I could be totally wrong. I know where y'all stand on this. I just wanted to throw this out here in the ether, especially, like, learning a little bit about you, like meal prep and you like to cook. Have you seen that... They are beginning to manufacture and make meat. It got approved by the FDA this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. not not just not just this uh, lab grown not, meat. Yeah, not beyond like that vegan bullshit that you see at like Burger King, but like this is this is lab grown beef, lab grown chicken. Hmm. Mm. There was a there was a show on. It was called uh, Better Off Ted, and he worked for an evil corporation, kind of like General Dynamics, and they actually had lab grown meat at one time. And they're like, you have one guy who's a food taster. He's like, what does it taste like? He says, despair. (laughs) (laughs) And they do this whole episode about how they can do the meat. If you take care of it, you got to massage it and talk to it, read it stories, just like it was a kid. (laughs) It's a pretty fucked up premise. But uh, great show. If you ever see it streaming somewhere, it's it's only two seasons. Always funny. Never never gets less funny every time I see it. But he's like, yeah, so you got to do it. So how much does it cost per pound? $180 $180 million. So we're not going to get it anytime soon. But, you know, technology. <laughs> we can do it. I'll tell you, um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I've, I've heard about this lab-grown meat. I didn't know the FDA had approved it. I'm going to go out on a limb. I have no research here. I have uh, no information on it. I've never eaten it. Um, and I've seen no studies have, done on I'm it. I'm pretty sure you probably have. I, I will tell you that yeah, I've right. eaten it. Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Next time you go to the store, look at the label and... Look at the ingredients. Okay. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's not good for you. No, it's not. No, it's not going to be good for you. Uh, humans have been trying for a very long time to create food that's like food but not food, and all of it gives you cancer. It's all terrible for I you. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was applauded as a hero, but he figured out something with wheat years ago, how to uh, make it to where you could grow twice as much or the wheat's mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turns out, like, the sustenance, like, the actual good things that you get from wheat was sucked yep. out. Sucked yep. out. Yep. It's for everything. To where yeah. it was, it was everything totally, we've done. It was totally empty. Yeah. 
Yes. Everything that we pretty much done. everything we do for fast growing to get it out there to everybody else is less nutritious than it was. But at the same time, you can now feed more people. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of balance everything in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old ways of farming just wouldn't be able to feed everybody. Right. And we, we, we do have too many people. And that's something that I've talked about when Ooh, people not who, on that side, who really, what, old ways of farming wouldn't feed everybody? No, I'm not uh, too many people. I'm not on that thing. Um, I think that we have too many people that are not producing food. Um, I will agree with that. I, I, I think that we have too many people living today who are not producing food. We for, have too many people for, who ain't producing nothing. shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so when you look at, we, we live in this era of so much abundance, so much, um, so much abundance where, you know, poor people are fat or whatever. But one thing that I'll say is we have so many people that are not producing food that it would be impossible for us to produce the amount of food necessary to feed everyone. Like people that want to go, everyone to go all organic. We can't. No, you cannot. We can't. We, we just, not everybody can. Rich people can. We can afford for rich people to go organic. Poor people can't. Poor people can't go organic. There's just not enough food out there. Now, I'm not saying that the world has too many people, but I am saying, and and this has been, this has been systematically done because I lived through this, wh- where your small farms have been shut down, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it happened to my family. You know, I, I grew up on a dairy farm. And shout out to my buddy Mitch Bully. He just opened up uh, his where you can go in in Caledonia, and he started his own little butcher shop. You can go in there and buy fresh meat. Nice. And he'll do exotic stuff. He'll have duck or even. Hold on, when you say exotic stuff. He'll do octopus now if you want it. What about like you know? No. Tiger. <laughs> like hippopotamus. Bit of a stretch. <laughs> I mean, I got that money. hard to find. Yeah. But, like. When you say sh- exotic. I'm talking like. And then, like, you think about uh, who's a South American, uh, the South African butcher that we have. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Adrian Zindel. He does. Uh, but we have all these local guys who will. I didn't know there was a new one in Caledonia. But I know who I'm yeah. going to go check out. Yeah, Mitch Bully. Bully's Lodge is what it's called. Bully's go Lodge. check him out, support him. But, like, we need more people like that who who have real food, who are yeah, making I remember real products. Turkey was special when I was a kid because it tasted very much different than it does now. Now it just tastes like chicken. There's not a whole lot of difference between chicken and turkey anymore. It was a yeah, dramatic like chicken difference back in the 80s. In the 80s, it was way different. Really? Like I wasn't alive. I know. So. Yeah, just. But you also missed the greatest times of uh, that have ever existed was the eighties, in a lot of ways. Nineties were 90s. sick. Dude. The nineties were cool too. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I didn't like. I didn't experience the nineties like everybody else did. You know, you were a kid. I was well. I was a kid who dairy fa- homeschooled on a dairy farm in North Alabama, with no television. Yeah, I can see where that would be different for you. Uh, my, my my experience know, growing up in the nineties was not like. I'm not saying it was bad. But that's pretty. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad experience. It was a great experience. It was a little lonely, but uh, it was a great experience. I'm not saying it was bad, but then everybody wants to come about, hey, you remember this, this, you remember that? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that. Look at what you've done and what you built, though. And I, it, it came from that. It, it did. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not dissing the way I grew up. My parents sometimes, because I make jokes about it. My parents think at times, I think that they think that I resent the way I was raised. You know? Are you laughing about me saying I think that they think? Oh, okay. Um... Everybody Everybody wearing a hat with the ball guy. (laughs) I left it on the front desk. I'm sorry. Um, Turn mine around real quick. I think sometimes because I do make jokes about it. I shaved. I grew up. uh, I grew up in a very strange, you know, different environment than everybody else. But I think it was great. Honestly, I I had a great childhood. You know, I 
I was never, I was never like butt fucked by my uncle. I didn't like, like my both of my parents were together. Like I, I had a great childhood. My childhood was fantastic. I worked, you know. I, I had responsibilities, but I'll be honest with you. I think one of the biggest like bullshit fallacies of our generation is this idea that kids need to be kids and have summers off and and go and have all this like playtime. Oh yeah. It's oh, yeah. bullshit. It's never been the case at any point in human history. It gives an unrealistic expectation of what adulthood is going to be like. It's bullshit. It's bull. And maybe I think that way because I wasn't raised that way. I didn't have summers off. I didn't have weekends off. I, when I was, if I wasn't at school, I was at work. My dad woke me up every Labor Day with the same fucking joke every year. Turn the light on, five thirty six a.m. <laughs> Time to get up. We're going to labor on Labor Day. Poke, poke. <laughs> you know, it was the same dumbass joke every year. But this is what we did, you know? And then everybody, like, you get older and, you know, people are like, well, you know, kids need to be kids. They need to be, you know, they need to do all, have all this play time and all this free time. And da, 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 da. No, they don't. The, uh, that's, that our, my parents' generation was the first point in the history of mankind that that was a thing. It's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, in the 1930s and 40s, if you were a kid, you lived in an agriculture society down here. You know, the Industrial Revolution was probably the first time you had kids not working because their parents went to work at the, now at the factory. And, now and a lot of those kids worked in the factory, too. Technological revolution. I don't honestly think. I think child labor laws are stupid, too, if I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to put it out there. To, I think To what degree? Yeah. I'm not saying that you should, kids should have to work 18 hours a day in, a, in like a like a, like a factory. That's bad. Kids should be allowed to go to school, whatever. But... If you've got a 12, 13-year-old that wants to work in a cabinet shop and make extra money working for somebody who's not his dad as an apprentice, I think he should absolutely be allowed to do that. Like, work after school, maybe even, I don't know, like we, after the 6th or 7th grade. We got uh, Nate and uh, Phil's son going at it in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you to defend me in the, in the, in the comments here, bud. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I just saw that. What, what, you, what, what you have to understand about this audience, is especially Nate Allen, is he likes throwing jabs. Yeah, we like it. Yeah, but like we do it. love I don't, it. I don't – I love it when people get on here. And, I mean, there's some people that are just trolling. That's the only thing they're doing. We ignore them. Mm -hmm. But when, that, when the Nate, audience – Nate's come, actually pretty funny, though. Yeah, he – if, if yeah, you're – It's just, funny. <laughs> as long as it's funny, I don't yeah. give a shit. Even if it's not funny, I, I'll overlook it. Like – yeah. I like I like audience interaction. I like people coming in and throwing little jabs out. The armadillo wrangler. Is he is he on here? <laughs> somebody who's using oh, okay. the name the armadillo wrangler. Okay. So somebody, oh, that's yeah, oh, that's that is Wes. Yeah. yeah, that's the armadillo wrangler was Wes. He he, he hopped on, on after. Yeah, he hopped on after he left. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just I think that our our modern idea. I think teenagers are are, are made up. I think the idea of the teenager is is not a real thing. Teenagers have never been a thing until post-industrial revolution. Like typically throughout history, 12, 13, 14 years old, you were making your way as a man. It's the reason why at 13, 14 years old, you have friction with your parents because your biology is like, it's time for you to get out, homeboy. It's time for you to go start messing your life up and making some mistakes. And I think we have too many safety nets for kids way, uh, um, um, way too late in life. You know what I mean? I think safety nets are a bad thing, honestly, because it wasn't until mine were taken away that I started finding success. Well, one thing about like child you know? labor laws is like I don't see anything against the way that you were raised, but like I've, 
you know, if, when it comes to a McDonald's or like something to where they're working with maybe not family members or people that you know and trust is one thing that children, preteens, maybe even early teenage years need to be guarded against is sexual abuse because uh, a yeah. lot, a lot, a lot of I'm these not issues. Saying you can fuck them, Alan. <laughs> well. True, but also child labor laws as far as like what Jake was doing. By the way, if you want to get around them, just go into agriculture because none of them apply, nor does OSHA. So if it's a family farm, you can have a three-year-old running a combine yeah. doing whatever else. Yeah. So if you want to make the kids work, you need a farm. Yeah. yeah. If they're your kids, it doesn't matter anyway, Correct. really. I mean, you if can they're, pay. If, if, they're yeah, close, you, if they're direct family. Yeah, and you can pay your own kids right. $6,500 a year tax-free out of your business. <laughs> um, matter of fact, if your kids go to private school or whatever, I would highly encourage you to do that and then pay the kids' bills out of that because it's tax-free but one thing that we're slow to realize here in the states and the work has already been done in sweden and some of of european countries when it comes to gender dysphoria and all this new things that we're learning about children today is uh most of those people who are experiencing gender dysphoria we think they may be trans were actually sexually abused as young children and so like we do need to safeguard children in that nobody's respect. nobody is but saying i'm just, I'm just saying we should let people fuck the kids I'm, I'm not saying that either man i'm, I'm not i'm not no you're you're bringing diddling kids into this conversation i'm just talking about making them work and this is my thing about like child labor laws child labor laws can exist in countries with a great abundance but when you if you were to go into like mexico or countries in africa where like the family is doing everything they can to survive mm -hmm. and you try to implement these laws they don't work because we can't send the kids to school all day we need the kids to help us survive like right. they're going to starve to death so child labor laws are um <laughs> child labor laws are can exist can exist in war in countries where we have lots of money where we have you know a lot of abundance where we can have um we're, the more we have, the more woke we can be. It's the way it's always been. Um, it's sort of like how we outsourced slavery to make ourselves feel good about ourselves in 1863. Because that's out. all we did. Shout out we, to the Uyghurs. We, we out the what? And that's, that's what you're talking about. The Uyghur slaves, the Muslim slaves in Oh, China. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I thought you said. Um, we outsourced slavery in 1863. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I know where you're about. Yeah, wow. You said that, and it's like, hold up, what? What does that have to do with this conversation? Uh, we outsourced slavery because we now we we came to a point in our country where we had enough. Where it was like, okay, we don't have to do this anymore. Perceived, and uh, we're gonna make somebody else somewhere else do it. Where we don't have to see it. Mm -hmm. That's what we like to do. We like to make ourselves feel great about ourselves by controlling what we can see. Meanwhile, we we're sitting there with a. A, a cell phone made from 12 year old kids in China that was mined by from cobalt yeah, yeah. yeah mined from cobalt in Africa with three year olds running around on their mom's back and I mean in, in conditions where it's illegal to mine it without equipment and they're doing it by hand I mean, you, you feel good about yourself and you want to pat yourself on the back that you don't make a, you don't have, we don't have slavery in America or whatever, but really. You do have slavery in America. You, you have sex slavery. Yeah, but there. it's not legal. Yeah, We don't true, have legal slavery. True, true, true. I mean, you can't, you, we, uh, there's always going to be a market for a lot of different things, but we're talking legality. Like what's, what's legal and what we're allowed to do legally okay. is oftentimes based around how good we have it. And it, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love being here. I love being in a country where, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can get Taco Bell at two o'clock in the morning, and not don't have to touch a stove for weeks at a time, much less have to walk for water. You know what I mean? It's it's great. 
It's amazing. But it we like to act like we're better than everybody else when truthfully we're not. We're really not. Not really. Like in terms of morality, you know, you, you outsource your morality. Ooh, yeah. Your bad morals. Uh, yeah, I will say that morality was outsourced because like when you, let's just say you had an opportunity to go kick it in like Guatemala. Yeah. It's very family centric. Uh, time doesn't mean so much. It's like everything here, like we're on schedule, right? You got to be here at four to do this. You got to be at work at eight. You, you stay to five. Uh, with Latino culture, church, for instance, might say nine on the board, but it ain't gonna start till ten thirty until everybody finally got there. Yeah, but I you feel know like I mean? they might be a first world country if they get their shit together, Alan. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. People say that shit, and it's like, well, you know, like you can be as you can be as uh, as down on on American culture on the fact that we do things on time and we're we're, we're very hustler oriented. And I'm not saying we got it all figured out because there's definitely <laughs> value in a lot of different things. But people want to talk shit about the way we do things, but. Unless you're living better than us. And there are countries living better than us That's in some ways. In some ways. And then in you have ways. the Americanized version of Guatemala, which would be Antigua, which is a touristy trap. So Yeah. And right. That, that well you've is. got you've got countries with with higher percentage of rich people, lower percentage of poor people that allows them to do it's one you know, like allows them to do things that, you know, they wanna they wanna talk shit. Like the Canadians. I don't like they're care. wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, they're not you're not even a real country. <laughs> You're not even a real country. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. You're not a real country. You're you're America light. No, they're not. You don't spend money on the same shit. They are America light. No, that ain't American light, dude. That's like that's they're worse, dude. That's what I mean. No, they're like I would put like the UK over them. In what ways? Probably every way. Like quality of life or like mm-hmm. Okay. I don't I've never actually been to Canada, so um, I'm just. I don't know. They make. They got very talented actors. I like their TV shows, but that's probably about as far as it goes. Could tell you a single TV show. Letter Kenny. Okay. Trailer Park Boys. Shorzy. Those are the only two. Yeah, Shorzy's like Letter Kenny spinoff. Okay, those are good, but there's a reason why we heard about those. They're fun. It's their best shit. <laughs> it's the top one percent of things from Canada. How many? How many other American shows do they watch? Probably all of them. Yeah, probably. Like you came out with three or four good things, and all of a sudden you think you can compete with the United States. You can't. You can't. I'm sorry. Like I'm just. I'm not impressed with with Canada as a whole. I'm just not. I just. I kind of feel like whenever Canadians want to tell me things, and I've got friends that are Canadian, but you know what? Every friend that I have that's Canadian agrees with me. They're like, "Yeah, you make some good points. We suck." We're, 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 you know, they, they want to brag, like, oh, we don't use our military or whatever. We know. What military? We got you. Ours. <laughs> Ours. We're their military. <laughs> Fucking bitches. <laughs> All right. That was Jake Reeves with his uh, Canadian rant. I, don't, I, 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 I get on a microphone and I just say things that don't. And Senator, what's your response? Fuck Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of these days I'm going to try to run for public office, and this show is going to absolutely come back to haunt me, but... I don't think I'm going to care then either. Did you see the the new MAID program that got rolled out up there with the uh, medically assisted suicides? Oh, dude, it's bad. It's like a dystopian nightmare. To where, like, in in the story that that caught my attention, I think this is where the American journalists were writing about. It's like um, the guy's on the verge of being homeless. Like he's got like I don't know if he's wheelchair bound to where he can't work anymore and rent's going up to where he can't afford it. And so he went to the doctor. 
went to the government, and then they was like, have you considered killing yourself? Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. They, like, pushed it on him. That's the, that's the whole made. The, their version of the VA, uh, there was a story a couple months ago where he's like, hey, I need treatment for my PTSD. Have, have you thought about euthanasia? Whoa. <laughs> yes, dude. Yep. Whoa. More stories are coming out about yep. that. And it's like, you think universal health care is good? Yeah, off yourself. That's Well, I mean, <laughs> I wish more people would commit suicide, but uh, <laughs> just a joke, everybody. That's a joke. It's just a joke. We are in the final moments. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. You know, we we do probably need to wrap the show up soon. Uh, but I'm just I, I'm not actually necessarily uh, against assisted suicide in certain cases. If you don't want to be here, hey, bro, go on. See what's on the other side of this of this thing. I don't give a shit. Use a gun. Use a needle. Not my fucking problem. But when you start pushing it on people, they're like, hey, I'm depressed. Thought about. Wrapping this thing up. That's a little different. You know what I mean? That's a little different to me. Like, And that's the problem with when you legalize it, I feel like. The problem with legalizing something like that is now all of a sudden they can make it really expensive. But who cares how expensive it is because you're not going to be here anymore. So just sign your estate over, mm. you know. I bet you they're not going to take credit cards for that one. That might be a cash only. <laughs> yeah. Gonna throw that out there. Well, that's why I mean, like, and by the way, like, that is the way out because that that family property is gonna go back to the government. That's part of the yep. deal. Uh, so you're on something. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'll be honest with you. Uh, my family and I have spent uh, a lot of time and money trying to make sure that the government does not get anything that has ever belonged to my family at any point. Um, but the idea of me killing myself to give the government all of the things that I own is my worst nightmare. Like, like I, I could want to kill myself so bad, but if it meant that the government was going to get, I won't keep on keeping, I'll on. keep going. I out will spite. I, I, nothing I'll else do spite. it out of spite. A hundred percent. I will do it just so my, they don't get it. My dear old Uncle Sammy's gotten enough out of me. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't getting another dime. Way more out of you, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he got years from you. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's, I did that's, it to myself. That, yeah, well, that's true. But <clears throat> me, on the other hand, uh, I'm just, I, I live my whole life. And if I ever run for president, I'll have that same Donald Trump <sighs> speech where they're like, you didn't pay your taxes. Like, yeah, I know how to I work. Didn't. I know yeah. how to work the system, you idiot. I know. <laughs> that was the greatest response to any question I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Of course I did it. Why wouldn't I be dumb not to? Right. What are you? Retarded? That makes me smart. Everybody's just like, well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, I do the same thing. He just might be better at it than me. Hunter Biden tried to do it with prostitutes and sex workers, so you know. It's ballsy. Uh, I'll, put, it, I'll put some respect on I will be honest with you guys. As much as I may not like the Biden family, I bet Hunter Biden is fun to party with. Uh, from the laptop leaks, it looks like it. I, I bet he's in the cocaine and crack and hookers. I'm and, not saying he's ethical to party with, but I bet he's fun to party with. I bet he knows a lot of people. I, they can get a lot of things. I bet Donald Trump Jr. would be a lot more fun. You think so? Fuck yeah. I don't know much about him. Uh, other than his tweets. You know, he I mean, seems like a pretty solid dude. Yeah, I think Hunter Biden's probably too much of a douche for me to have any fun with him. Okay, like, halfway through the night, he's getting punched. Yeah, solid <clears throat> dudes sometimes don't make for good stories. So when I say fun to hang out with, I don't mean I want to be the dude's best friend. 
I mean, I bet going out with Hunter Biden and hanging out with that dude, I bet you're going to come home with a fucking story. I bet you're going to come oh, home. definitely, yeah. but... The story might be Hunter had, was being a shithead, so I punched him in the mouth. And we had to get rid of the pistol that, that he had, so he threw it in the, the dumpster across from the local elementary school. <laughs> that would be the kind of story you would tell. Maybe. I don't know. He just... He literally did that. He did what now? <laughs> <laughs> Got rid of his illegal gun by throwing it in a dumpster at an elementary school. I mean, I didn't say the guy was smart. Smart so people you, you are not have a story. always... Yeah, so it's smart like people Alan, don't always make good stories. It's Alan from The Hangover? That is that that kind of that kind of guy makes for good stories. Alan from The Hangovers, who made that movie, he's the one that slipped everybody roofling. That's why that movie existed was because of Alan. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like what was the main character that was lost, or the, the guy that was Just lost? on the roof? Yeah, the guy on the roof. What's his uh, name? We don't even know. We don't even know. Not even relevant. But he's a solid dude. Great guy. Super nice. I'd be friends with him. He, had, had it been him and not Alan in the story, though, the story would have sucked. Yeah, you needed the you needed the Allen. You needed the Allen. I think Hunter Biden's an Allen. I think he's an Allen. I think he's just you know because I've hung enough. out with those guys, and those guys are always the predecessors to great stories. Those guys always make you're not you don't enjoy the, enjoy it when it's happening. I would consider like Tyler in this heyday to be an Allen. No, and that's no, Mm-mm. no. I, I, Tyler, I'll be honest with you. Tyler's worse now than he used to be. Am I well? Since I've been hanging out with him. Tyler in his heyday, I guess you could say, was when he was in Arkansas and, and Missouri still. I didn't hang out with him back then. Um, he's always Tyler, – Tyler's never been that bad, honestly. Uh, he's gotten worse as he's gotten older, I think. I had other friends who were way worse. It is Doug. Doug, what is Doug? The guy, the, on, the the roof. guy on the roof. The guy on the roof, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, hanging out with Doug probably would have been a normal time. Kind of mid. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out with Alan is, good, is is a story. You're not necessarily having fun at the time, but it's going to be something you talk about for years. And that's a Hunter Biden story, man. That's a Hunter Biden story. That guy's going to – you're going to have a story. You're going to go hang out with gangsters from Russia. You're going to go meet some diplomats yeah, from China who are Yeah, but also you your kidney up. they sold. And you may end up dead. That's what makes it a good story, Phil. If you can't, if you can't end up dead or lose an organ or, you know, like it's not a good story. You got to survive something. You got to get punched by Mike Tyson. Got to have a tiger in the bathroom. You know, like you got to, there's got to be something to be talked about at the end of the night. And I think that Hunter Biden's that guy. I mean, his dad's the president and he's the biggest shithead ever. The dude is probably like, the dude's probably a lot of fun. Think about all the resources his dad has to cover his bullshit up and look at all what we know about. Like there's probably a lot more we don't know about. There's For likely sure. bodies there. Yeah. Probably, I bet there's at least four dead prostitutes in this guy's like radar. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I bet you he's been in the room at least with four dead prostitutes. And I'm not least, saying he killed them. At least one stateside. Yeah, not to mention like, sure. your dad hooking you up with a job in Ukraine by the company known as Burisma Natural Gas. You're making like a million dollars a year. Yeah. You're yeah. making crazy money. Well, then, uh, he didn't hook him up with a job. He leveraged uh, access to the vice president to get the job. And then got the DA fired who was investigating it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's the whole thing. Bro, I'm not saying he's a good dude. 10% for the big guy. I'm not saying he's a good dude, but imagine that big of a shithead that has making a million dollars a year. Homie's bringing home like 100 grand a month, all right, that he can just spend on whatever. Prostitutes, drugs, whatever, like – Again, I'm not saying I want to be the guy's best friend, Mm. okay? 
I'm just saying I had friends that were shitheads like that that had like forty dollars. Imagine are they, are if they that dumb now? dumb. A lot of them are not. See or I'm they're saying? in prison. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if they had a million dollars. Imagine the time you'd have. Yeah, but there's a good chance of prisons coming with that one. It's not a good story if there's not a chance of prison coming with it, Phil. Like you gotta have that a might couple. Be a bridge sto- too far for me to come around to that way. <laughs> there's a, you gotta. I, w- I don't want to do it now. Look, the people that I hang out with at this point in my life are significantly different than the people I hung out with 15 years ago. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. 17 year old Jake and 32 year old Jake probably wouldn't get along. Shout out String Burn. Great comment, dude. I've really enjoyed my time with Phil today too. No, I was a pilot. Uh, which yeah, yeah. Phil is uh, Phil's a purple belt uh, in jujitsu that uh, uh, trains here with me, and he also helps coach and teaches kids class here. So for those of you guys that came in late, we didn't talk about that. Send early. your kids to me. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I'll teach them some life skills and how to choke people. How to choke and people and break lock. arms. And I haven't yeah. taught the kids wrist lock. I'm going to talk to you some more, maybe off the mic about meal prep and stuff too, because I've been getting into that. Yeah. Yeah. Full disclosure, I, I had help. I've been married for 21 years to a chef. So, okay, yeah, mm. I, I heard you talking. Like when he came in, he was firing off like what he had for dinner and what what he's having for supper. I was like, damn, I want to go to your house. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Whenever we have big cookouts here, Phil always hooks it up with barbecue, like ribs or whatever. So they're always real good. So, anyway, we'll wrap it up right here, guys. Remember, to go check us out on uh, social media at the Mississippi Superman. Uh, on TikTok, YouTube, um, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, check out the Man Up Podcast wherever you get um, um, your podcast, Apple Podcasts, or what's the one? Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. That's the other one. Share it on your socials, man. It means a lot. Yeah, also leave a review. We appreciate y'all being uh, here today, and we'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace. See ya. Thanks for having me.